seems like ever since the first day we met, there is no one else I think of, only you. Can't seem to forget, can't get you out my head. Guess the verdict's in, I'm crazy over you. How can one be down? Mm. Tell me where to start. Mm. Cause every time I smile, I feel tremors in my heart. Mm -hmm. Have but one concern. How can I get with you? Till I'm with you. Here's what I'm gonna do. Finish it, girl. Can't. <laughs> be sitting up in my room. Back here thinking about you. I must confess, I'm a mess for you. <laughs> Been sitting up in my room, back here thinking about you. Oh, I forget it. Oh, it was something like that, girl. Is yeah, that Brandy? I, yeah, Brandy, girl. You know, girl, I gotta she. admit something. I gotta admit it, sis. I was a bit more of a Monica. I was, I got appreciated, Brandy. I loved Mo to the, to the Isha, but I was a bit more of a, Monica. I don't know. There's just something about I think I like Monica's voice more than Brandy's. I know people are like, oh my god, Brandy's Whitney's heir and da 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 and she's Heck got, you know. she's, no, a, she's, she's a no. well, she's a vocal, they call her the vocal bi bible. <laughs> Some of the girls call her that. And I'm just like But it's but so weird. I Back when we Monica's were young voice, even in that boy's Monica mind, slays like part. Brandy. I'm, I'm a Monica girl. Uh, I Monica's know, I, voice slays her. She slays Brandy, and I and it's crazy because now they, they call like oh my god, that was my song and uh, so many. Monica's they call Brandy the vocal bible now, I guess, because she can do those like certain runs and certain like tones and stuff. But the thing is, is like back when we were young. And it was Brandy versus Monica. Everybody used to say Brandy couldn't sing back in the day. Because she they always, always used to just like, sounded so airy, but not in the way like you know, my yeah. Mariah's airy voice was like almost felt like it was intentional. But like she just sounded so breathy and airy. Like they didn't have no substance. Like I felt like Monica had right. that like that that um gravitas. Like oh man, she could just give it to Monica you. is actually more aligned with like Whitney, Aretha, mm -hmm. Fantasia, like. Monica is definitely I actually like when I was younger I preferred Brandy songs but mm. when I got older like in my 20s and 30s I f I definitely find myself listening to Monica's like full albums way mm. more than Brandy's for sure I would say so I agree with you now on that but when I was that age like I went to Brandy concerts yeah that's that was fair. one of the first <laughs> yeah I was like a Brandy girl way back like I went to a concert of hers yeah. who do you think won their verses I mean, we know who won there in terms of looks and style. It was definitely Monica. Monica was flossing on that girl. Oh, Monica looked so fine in that outfit. I think it was a Gucci. No, not Gucci. It was some kind of, some label that she was killing it with, like from head yeah, to Yeah, I forget which one. Yeah. I, I mean, um, Monica, I we can move think... on. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. 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 Monica oh, slays man. Brandy in a lot of ways. She does. I mm -hmm. like, I still love Brandy. I love Moesha, but I'm just saying Monica slays her. So Brandy always seemed like she got some mess. She just be messy. She always got some, she always but got Monica, something. No, Monica, on. actually, Monica is stays in some mess, like in her personal life too, yeah, though. Both of them, because I guess that's true. they both have messy, like, they both have messy, like, I guess I baby just daddy expect, slash husband situations. Both I of them expect, do. Cause I feel like Monica was always kind of like that hood, that hood girl. So, I mean, I'm, a, yeah, I, so I was kind of expecting Monica to have some deal with some trade mess and bullshit. And I felt like Brandy was given more like princess and like Hollywood. So I just thought she would leave it behind, but. It don't work out like that. Well, what happened is, like, for instance, Monica actually married, like, she married this guy from Michigan um, who went to Michigan State who was a basketball player and then became an NBA player. She married this guy who already, like, she kind of stole this man from this girl that I casually know. I He had a baby mom from, like, a college sweetheart swear, baby girl, mom. You know everybody, honey. And, and he had like a college sweetheart baby mom and they were together and everything. And Monica, his name was Shannon Brown and Monica literally stole him from that girl. Or liberated and, him. Sometimes it's not about stealing. Sometimes right. you're freeing somebody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that too. Right. So, I mean, that is a come up from just a, a random baby mom to, you mm. know, Monica. So I don't, I don't blame him either, but it's kind of, it, it actually, no, everyone dogs Alicia Keys out, but Monica, was like had an Alicia Keys situation before Alicia Keys even had an Alicia Keys situation. Yeah, was still you know still in a man. So, but it's Monica, far, allegedly, but allegedly. Monica's you know I think Monica's more black famous, and Alicia Keys I think is more. I think that's a little part of it too, don't you think? 
Well, I think Alicia Keys is a little bit more mainstream than Monica for sure, but I will say that like it's still black people who give Alicia Keys the hardest That's time. True. It's not white people. I don't know why black people it's do like, that. Black people just wear me out. I don't know what's wrong. We with give us. Alicia Keys the hardest time, and then the uh, um. But remember, Brandy had that fake marriage. She pretended to be married to did her Brand- baby dad. Did Brandy kill somebody? Really did Brandy run somebody? Oh, Brandy in yeah in an accident. Yeah, she okay, did. We she stop. ran we into stop. somebody we too. Yeah. Why should I do the intro? Are you going to tell? Uh, is it? Uh, you want to get into the setup um, for why you picked this song? You want me to do the intro first? Yeah, I picked this song because I'm just over here sitting up in my room, just like Brandy was <laughs> oh, from yeah. the Waiting to Excel soundtrack. Because uh-huh, that's what uh-huh. I, that song was from the Waiting to Excel soundtrack. I'm over here sitting up in my room, mm-hmm. j- you know, minding my own business while y'all in contest, you and Contessa were talking about me <laughs> like a motherfucking dog on the goddamn air. And I would say know, like I'm a dog. Being, I would say like a dog, like a couple like of cats, like meow meow meow. <laughs> Like, I'm over here, like, you know, being a Christian woman, a good Christian woman. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. And minding my own tea. And y'all hoes, like, you Ooh, know. we going to get to that. We going to get to that. On my, on my show. On my show, girl. I gave you full so, transparency. But anyway, we're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. Um, welcome back, girls, to hopefully still two safe queens. <laughs> One of the few places in a pod where you can have a conversation about politics, dick, and girls talking behind your back. <laughs> um, I'm your host, Miss Malachi, and I'm joined by my warrior queen, my sisters, hopefully still Miss Devereaux. Girl, you made it back from Miss Ukraine. Did you, did they take you, girl? Did you make it through? Uh... Girl, those never, <laughs> those girls could never get me down over there, them Russian girls. I thought she was, cause I knew you was just gonna be able to enlist and put down some of those commie girls. Um... You know, I mean, <laughs> You know, ideally, but no, I really wasn't over there, girl. I should have been there. Some, there. Uh, I, know there I would some love old... to take a couple of Russian girls out. I oh, man. We're going to get to that, girl, because I think there's going to be a bit more yeah. of a current news show today. Because, yeah, Miss Russia mm-hmm. has lost her goddamn mind. That girl. Mm-hmm. But um, but first things first, um, you know, so so this, this was going to be like a little Q&A show. We do have some questions. Um, and kind of just getting right into it. And then girl. we, you know, we couldn't get into this last week because we had that Latin girl on here. Yes. And like, yes. Which was really cute. That was a cute episode. Yes. Mario was, Enriquez. Uh, Mario Enriquez. Yeah. So lovely. I love, I featured that girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sexy. But so sexy I couldn't body. be mess. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sexy too. Especially with the short hair. I like, mm-hmm. I like him. But, um, you know, I couldn't get into it on that, you know, cause we had to focus on our guests. So. Mm-hmm. So you have some thoughts this is from two um, weeks ago. Yeah, we, we had yeah. So I know some girls were hoping to um get into it <laughs> last week, but um here we are, girl. So you know, you know, just for some of the girls who maybe skipped around, you know, we had you know my good Judy Miss Contessa on her good my good Judy and not necessarily yours anymore. Although I like I said on that show, I still have hope. I still be beating the drum. Um, but we kind of got into a little bit very, I will say we were very ambiguous about some things, but Ms. Contessa did get specific about some others. Um, and yes, this did happen while you were away, which again, I did not know we were going <laughs> to go into that team. But I was like, okay. Girl, it's your um, show too, girl. You control the show. It's your that's show. That's true. That's true. That's true. You know, you're right. So and, I got to take you know. some, I got to take some culpability for that. Um, but go ahead, girl. Let, you know, the floor is yours for your thoughts. Well, I'm going to just say, you know, I'm not going to say too much because I'm going to respect my elders. And <laughs> I'm definitely not going to talk about a girl who, you know, to that degree, who's not here right now. Um, I'll give that courtesy. But the other thing, too, like, I do think everything that she said from her perspective was accurate. I don't think there were any lies told on her part. Mm-hmm. Um. And I believe, but in terms of my tea and what led up to a lot of that, I feel like that's for me and her to figure out. And that's not really for public consumption. Like, Oh, dang, um, girl. I was ready to set us up for a full red table talk. Like, all right, girls, come back. How are we going to have a red table fall? talk and she's not here? And she's not here? No, no, no. Not this I'm episode, not- girl. No, we're going to set it up for the fall. We're going to do video. Like, all right, girls, we're finally going to hash it out. Y'all, we- <laughs> just kidding. You know, she's not here. I'm not talking about the girl. She's not here. I'm not talking about Well, also, I, mean, I feel like some of the tea is like, I feel like even the tea that I feel like you might have, she's going to, rem- not that she's going to remember differently, but 
I'm I am curious. I know some of the tea that you kind of want to say. And I'm, I feel like I'm curious. Yeah, I can't. I shouldn't say that on the so. air without her being here, and she doesn't know. And I I should not say that on the on the air with her not being here. I think that's too messy. Like I do, and that's a yeah. that's a professional woman. You know, that's like she's got it going <laughs> on. Like I want to give her her grace, uh, give her her respect, and uh-huh. respect my elders. And I I'm not. <laughs> you know that girl is pushing forty. And it's like, I want to just give her her grace. I do. Okay. I got to. I can't. I cannot. I'm not doing that on the air. I'm okay. Not. So uh, that's all but, I'll say is like, I'm a, yeah, I'm a respect her. Okay. So. But you do, do we want to, do we officially want to do it now? Cause I think we were going back and forth like, should we even do this anymore? And like, should we just let the sleeping dog lie? Um, I feel oh, like in it, terms of uh, in terms of me and her having a conversation about yeah, it don't have to be on the show. Well, no, I think we definitely should now because I think like now that it was brought brought back up, I do think so. I do because I think I think I have some tea that she doesn't even realize that mm-hmm. I for why you, know, you for what for what brought some of the um yes, contention on your the, side. my passive aggressive yeah digs at her over like the course of I would say about almost two years. Yeah. You know, I was taking passive aggressive digs at her from like 2014 to 2016. And I think, and you know, I, I think she has no clue why. And so from her perspective, everything she said was like exactly what happened. And, and from my perspective, I don't even think I was like fully aware of why I was taking digs at her until like after all of mm-hmm. the big blow up happened in 2016. And I think, um, and so I think that for me, and then I like tied it all back to like a specific moment and where our relationship really transitioned prior to the blow up in 2016, because, um, you know, and why there were certain girls I lashed out at in that 2016 episode versus mm. others. So like you and maybe that white queen who was a part of it too i didn't really you know obviously with her we all had issues with her separately later on which i'm actually over i'm friends with that girl again and y'all actually not i'm really not cool pressed with that girl anymore well basically for, yeah so the girl uh because that girl don't listen to the show but um the girl basically became one of those um both sides girls both she sides was like, girls yeah you know this was leading into trump's run for presidency and she was kind of giving those like well actually she was like i remember this one moment where she was like what did obama really do for us i'm like bitch the only fucking reason you can get married is because of obama because basically she was like what did obama really do for us and i was like for like lgbt girls and i was like see that's how white queens will be see all that's how they, they have selective that's amnesia that's how they be. those like, white queens that's how they be yeah like, they, who, white queens like, who be was, selective amnesia who gave us like who do you think marriage equality happened under girl like but all of a sudden now you're kind of like oh i'm trying to because she was also one of those girls who was like oh antifa is as bad as um as like um is be you know, um, the, um, is, um, proud boys all that those right wing proud yeah. boys type of girls yeah and i think it was even after yeah, she was equating big, she would equate yeah even after the election that, she would even after the election oh, it was economic the, anxiety she would talk about how white people voted for trump because of economic anxiety. i'm like that's why they ran she down that, that white girl, girl at that protest is economic okay cool. <laughs> yeah. Cool. cool yeah that she was so. on that tip and so it's like yeah. You know, anyway. all of us separately had issues with her, but I'm I'm cool with her again because she does have a two bedroom apartment <laughs> in Miami, and so like when I want to get on there for a weekend and yeah. I have a place to stay, a place to lay my head, she does have a two you bedroom. Know. I didn't That's realize that. That's the type that of reparations, girl. I'm gonna say it. A white person give you a place, <laughs> nice, cute place to stay. Take that in girl. Miami, in prime Miami. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, me and her are cool again for sure. Like y'all <laughs> girls can have your issues with her, but I want a place to stay. I do oh, still want to see his dick, though. He's supposed to have a huge dick. Yeah, it's supposed. To, it is a. I've heard that too. I'm not yeah. interested. You've seen, seen her it. Dick. I'm you? not into her like that. Yeah. I have not seen her oh. dick. I've just only heard about it. I'll try and but take a picture. It's of it. supposed to be real big, <laughs> but she's a. I like her now. Like, I think she learned from her both sides days. I like her again now. I do. I know. And also remember, she had like a death in her family that I was close to somebody in yeah. her family. That's what brought y'all, y'all closer g- together. Yeah, definitely. So I know y'all girls don't like her anymore, really. And you know, her and Contessa are in the same city and they don't even really, you know, socialize, but it's whatever, girl. But that's not, you know, I don't, I don't comment on 
like you said, that's, anyway, that's, that's my big, that's my big. That's brother. their business. So I, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't that, comment on that because yes, I don't comment on that. That's not my. So business. anyway, but I'm cool with that white queen again. But anyway, yeah. I didn't really lash out you or her. I did, um, I lashed out her later about the Trump's <laughs> that Trump tea, and so did all yeah. of y'all separately. But it was really I lashed out at that Muslim girl because she <laughs> sat up here in my apartment and lied in my face about something she set up in my face in my apartment where she was staying on my couch for a week and lied in my face and yeah. i will never forget that because she's a chronic liar she's a drug addict she's a lot of different things because that triggered ne- you about that- a whole bunch of other even though she was part of the reason you did find out about the alternate group i think she was the one right she was the one. Yes, yeah, but I think you it just tapped into that. Well, because she slipped up. It wasn't because she told me willingly. It's because she um, slipped up. No, that and, girl's and, But she's just, that girl is messy. She's a liar and she's a drug addict. So I don't <laughs> fuck with her. Period. And you know, y'all girls can be cool with her. I mean, you have limits on how cool you can be with her too, as you know. Because what happened? There was, um, that old. Well, when she that's her, OT. It's not that old for me when that her white boyfriend tried to come at my throat when I went up to that girl's birthday. Oh wow, we really being real messy. This episode not even about all that. That's another. Anyway, her, she let this. Well, she imagine, let, I mean, that's international tea. That's global. That's kind of global because then yes. I went to Puerto Vallarta uh, and she tried to buy. Drugs oh, she was trying to get from drugs. a random on the beach. Like, and so I wasn't even like, there for that. It was one of my other good Judy's, One of um one of my um good um white queen friends. And this girl was like, "Girl, this girl's trying to get drugs." And I'm just walking around trying to. She was trying to make sure that girl was going to be okay. That girl ain't never been in that Mexico oh, um, area. Mexico. Uh, we were in um, Puerto Vallarta. She ain't never been there before um and then after that the girl there was this whole tea with her sorry ex-boyfriend and her like me going up for this girl's birthday and her ex-boyfriend coming at my throat and then she's still not really defending me and i was like i I had to leave. I had to leave. Anyway, she did that. She did that before the Port of Vallarta tea, though. I believe. I believe uh, that well, she didn't defend you. She did that before the Port of Vallarta tea. The timeline that you got it messed yeah. up. Port of Vallarta tea was like right before COVID, almost. It was like the year oh, before COVID. Oh yeah, I guess you're. Yeah, yeah. Right. I guess so was I mean, you have birthday. limits. You got limits. Yeah, on how I, I, I kind of looked girl. at that girl a little differently. We got to let con- let Contessa have that girl. That's her friend now. So. <laughs> Which kind of goes to the thing we were talking about in that episode where sometimes, you know, some some friendships, they have expiration dates. And, like, sometimes you hold on to these friendships longer than you need to. Like, there was that, you know, that butch queen, the butch lesbian girl that I definitely held on to way too long. And I think your relationship with Miss Contessa also got held on too long. I think y'all just, like you said, they were, like... I mean, you're talking about two years. Like, for two years, you had tea, which, you know, we talk about this all the time, how you be holding on to stuff, but... Um, you have been building up stuff. You, you, and especially y'all had already, there's already stuff even longer than those two years, I'm sure, already got on your nerves about that girl. Well, so but none of it was that really that like, big a Nothing, nothing not, was that really big a deal until. But just was still your relationship really, dynamics, right? Cause there's like, I feel like even, I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No. Cause like, I remember 2011, we went to Fire Island. We got into some tea over communication tea. Like, <laughs> we definitely had our, t- but those are like small, like one time spat yeah. type of tea. Like, it was like a more sustained tea from like 2014 okay. to 2016, like that I started being passive aggressive to her. Like I never really forgave her for something that she. Can didn't you hint? Can you at least feel hint she to needed the girls to really apologize until, for until we do the no. episode? Can you at least? <sighs> okay. No. Okay. No. All right. I'm not doing that because I don't like the girls need to hear it from her from from her perspective too. Because but she's I can't not just gonna... come on here. No, no, and no, just no, no. I'm just saying like her what what got and... you. Cause she's not it even sounds really understand. bad. See, mm-hmm. the thing is, I can't say it on here because it makes her look really bad. So I have mm-hmm. to like let her. I need to let her say her piece because maybe it's not even as bad as what I think it is in my head. So I can't just malign her, and I don't know this. You know, I can't oh, do that. Man. I have. She has to. Wow. Yeah. I, can't I guess we're gonna we're gonna have to. Oh, we're gonna do this for the fall then. We're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to do my red table. I'm gonna break out a little small little portable red table. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, girls. So we we're gonna leave this I here. Can't. I know. I know this is gonna be a little disappointing to some of you girls, but. All right, we're going to have our red table talk. It's because that's not fair. To, that's, not fair. That, I, I that's not fair. Because I've been on the fence of like, man, do I feel like doing this? And like, I probably shouldn't have, I shouldn't have let, you know, I should have cut some of that stuff from that episode. But I'm yeah, like, too lazy. Because it's your, it is your show. Yeah. That's true. Show. That's true. And y'all talked long enough about, I mean, that show was so goddamn long. We all <laughs> talked about that Will Smith tea. You could have left it there. You I know. Have, but it was, it was on you. I know. <clears throat> you know but well, girl, you know it is what it is sometimes if a girl really wants something to get off i thought that girl need to get that off her chest so 
Well, I'm glad she <laughs> did what she felt she needed to do, you know, but I, and I'm doing what I feel like I need to do and it's All not right. be messy in a specific way. So, okay, let's get on to, um, some other current things. We'll pick this back up on, in our fall. Oh, girl, you know, I just ran into two lesbian fish I went to high school with. They're married to each other. One was the year, my year. One was like the year under me, like your year in school, in high school. And the one, one of the one who was in my year, I've been going to school with her my whole life from first grade on. Mm. And they're married to each other and they have a little baby boy. And I just ran into them while I was doing my little, like, you know, meditation and my walk and tea. And mm. they're on maternity leave right now. It was really cute. Cause you know, me and lesbian fish don't really have like Mm-mm. the greatest history, mm. but I forgot about these two white lesbian fish from high school that I am really cool with. Actually, I you like gonna, those girls. You going to catch up with them? I think so. Like the one, like who I grew up, who I went to school with my whole life. Like she, um, she lived one block away from me growing up, mm-hmm. and like we were always really cool. She was very tomboyish, and then the um, and the other one, you know, she was a year below me, and we got we became friends when I got to the high school, and yeah, and I just and in fact, the one who who like birthed the baby, the one who's a little bit younger than me, mm-hmm. she actually, um. She, I ran into her right before COVID and we were, we were like, yeah, we're going to grab, we're going to go get breakfast at this black owned restaurant, even though she's a white, white fish, but she likes to support black owned. Come on. Those and, are good ones. And, um, and we were like, it was like March 5th, 2020 or something. And we mm-hmm. ran into each other at like a bank and we're like, oh yeah, yeah, we got to do that. And then COVID hit. So like mm-hmm. we never got our, yeah, but they got married during the pandemic and now they have this baby. I'm so happy for them. They bought a house in the in the Come in the hood now. and they they gentrified the hood though but that's okay cuz they redid the house and they're trying to build a block club and in that type of tea and they're doing good work and the one you know the one who I grew the one who I knew my whole life she used to be a principal and now she's a consultant so she's got a super interesting history too like they're really interesting couple they're so yeah I got to catch up with them I want some lesbian friends I do I want some lesbian oh. friends Oh oh okay mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. I'm curious how that Isn't develops that cute? That is yeah, cute. well, you Thank know, you it's never, that. I mean, it's never ended good with me and lesbians, but I think I'm, I have faith this time that I'm going to keep some lesbian friends because I've known these girls most of my life. So that's a good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, well, girl, let's get into, um, some other tea. I think, um, this is some developing tea with Miss New York City. Um, what's going on with that, sis? Yeah, girl. So it seems like 16 people were injured and oh, 10 of them shot. On a subway in Brooklyn, in a really heavily immigrant neighborhood in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. um, a guy, you know, luckily nobody was killed and none of the, none of the injuries seemed to be fatal or even life threatening. So that's just really a blessing. But I don't know, you know, they said the girls were throwing like possibly imp- like the girl, the s- suspect girl was throwing like improvised devices, like explosive mm-hmm. devices, probably. Thankfully, like, possibly- I heard they didn't go off, thankfully. Yeah, and that actually they're not explosive. It turns out they weren't explosive. So mm. when they actually, but the suspect is still at large, but you know, I don't know whether it's like a white supremacist girl, a Muslim girl, like, or is it like, you know, some mm. like mentally ill girl, like, you know, or all, you know, or some combination of those things, like, you know, and because the, the suspect is still at large, that's kind of scary, like, for Miss New York City, but I know Miss Eric Adams. She's she hasn't. She said this is <laughs> she gonna fight. She gonna lock that whole city down. Turn into police she, state. She gonna, one girl. She's gonna be become a Giuliani girl. She's gonna clean that girl up, just like Giuliani, nineteen ninety three, nineteen ninety four. She's she's about and just to be in that time girl, for you to move there. Her, I really am excited. This gave for her. This gave her the like. This is this was her tea. This was this was her nine eleven. Right so up her she, alley. Yeah, this is right up her alley. So she, ha- but you know, she's actually been more cautious than I thought because at first she was saying she's she's called it terror, but not an act of terrorism. So she's waiting. She is waiting to see what the results are from the FBI, and they're waiting to catch the suspect. And but it seems like there was some NYPD error that actually resulted in the suspect escaping. Like. Like NYPD fucked up somehow in this instance. I don't know exactly how, but something that they, I, I haven't read this article yet, but y'all girls look it up. The NYPD, something that they did allow the girl to escape, the suspect girl. So, you know, some developing tea for sure. Hopefully they have the suspect by the time this airs. Cause I don't yeah. want that girl just out there terrorizing the New York girls, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I thought it was interesting. But it's a heavily, 
Well, go ahead. I, I was going to say, I thought it was interesting that it happened in Brooklyn. It just feels like most times it's Manhattan tea when something big right. like this happens. So. But they said it's a really heavily immigrant neighborhood in Brooklyn. So it makes me wonder if it's like, you know, like a Proud Boys type of white supremacist type girl, like, you know, or an affiliated girl. Like, I want, it makes me wonder if that's going to be the tea, which that actually is the worst case scenario to me. Why? Is because that the then worst it'll case? make it, well, because I, it'll make it feel like we're, oh, the Civil War, she's here, you know, mm. like she started. And I think if it was just like, we find out it's like just a Muslim girl or something. I think we're like we're like, oh, okay, that's just you know normal. Like, <laughs> not that's just normal no, Muslim tea, not, not, girl. Like, you're I don't want to say normal Muslim tea, but like it might be like um, you I know, like you, just girl. like yeah, yeah, like not like Civil War tea, like yeah, where it's just like that's what the what the Islamist girls they do sometimes, like <laughs> so, um, so anyway. Uh, well, speaking of crimes, girl, I mean, Miss Russia, and some of you girls did reach out to us about this. Miss Russia has lost her goddamn mind. Um, I mean, I, I've been, some of this Russia, it's, so I've been, cause it's some, some of it seems like, wow, they're really out here. Like, cause I know sometimes you be calling, you go in on these girls, calling these white girls, you know, savage. And, and I'm like, this really does they're feel barbaric. Like the, the way Russian they're girls are raping. Like and like, I, what was it? There was a story about like, I think a Putin, child Putin looks like a got... chimpanzee to me. Have you ever looked at that girl next to like an orangutan or something? Like she looks Very more like bitch. an orangutan or chimpanzee than Donald um, Trump does. But like those stories about Putin, like, yeah. a, a, like a child getting like raped in front of their mother, like, you know, or like, yes. you know, like a, I think there was a story of like a, the, a mayor, a mayor of a town having to watch her son get get killed or her son and husband get killed and then she was killed and they found them in like a pit like those girls and i can't tell i don't know if those are like the russian russian girls or those are mercenary girls he employed it kind of probably doesn't really matter yeah. well um, whether they're like just right straight mush- Russian. yeah because from like the early or... stories about the russian invasion it felt very fumbling it felt like those girls didn't even really know what they were on there doing like literally they had there there was those videos of some you know young especially young russian soldiers being like here yo call your mom and tell tell her to come get you like you don't even know what you're doing over here um but it seems like things have definitely accelerated and the real savage girls are over there now and it seems like they're trying to win this war by yeah and there are mercenary groups like one called the wagner group which is like the russian version of like um like of eric prince's like Betsy DeVos's brother runs like a, an American mercenary group. Like it's the Russian version of that. And they're supposed to be especially brutal. But like, like you said, like they made, I mean, they like one story is like one of like some of those Russian girls, they raped, um, a, a, a 10 or an 11 year old boy mm, in front of his yeah. mom. Yeah. That's or amazing. like they've been shooting like civilians who come out of their house to try to escape the town in the middle of the daytime. Like there was one lady riding on her bike and they just shot her in the head on sight. So like, and they saw like she was famous in the town because she was someone who like did her nail in the town of Buka, which is a sub, uh, a suburb of Kiev. Um, another city that they've targeted heavily is Mariupol because they want to, that's like close to the eastern part of Ukraine and the Donbass, which is part that Russia wants to take over. And then they want to have a, a port. They want to have like a route to the Black Sea mm. from there. Um, so Mariupol is one of the main cities in route. And so mm. that's one of the cities they've hit the hardest. And oh, and um, real quick, the woman killing who got, civilians indiscriminately killing the woman them who got indiscriminately. Um, the woman who got shot. You said she was famous in the town for her nails or for for her like yeah because she always had like nailed different nail designs like mm. and whatnot like and she was like really into like beauty and everything like that but she was on a bike trying to escape the town and they just shot her and like they found her body and there, uh, there was a picture of her where where they just showed her hands her body with her hands and the nails and her daughter who was living abroad immediately saw the nails and knew it was her mom who was shot and killed Ooh. immediately so you know it's like you know it seems like Russia has committed either war crimes or crimes against humanity or even genocide. And the former prime minister of the UK, Gordon Brown, is actually trying to lead a commission at um, at the International Criminal Court in The Hague to call Miss Vladimir Putin to trial for war crimes. And so they've already they've already kicked they already kicked Miss Russia off of what is it the UN um, Human Rights Council Human yeah. Rights Council. Um, so, yeah. but yep. Yeah, 
And now, like they say that this is going to, in the eastern part of Ukraine, we're actually going to enter a more brutal phase because they put a very brutal uh, military general over the next phase of the Russian war because they want to claim a victory by May the 9th, which is you and I will be in Europe on May the 9th. Oh my gosh. Great. But they want to like, you know, claim a victory by May the 9th because that's a like a war memorial day or something like that and they want to basically take over the donbass which is the part of the eastern Euro- uh eastern ukrainian territory uh by that date mm-hmm. so that's what their their goal is less than i mean i guess it's like three four weeks away or so mm-hmm. so we just have to see what happens with that girl because you know that's really it's getting looking really ugly miss vladimir putin she's not letting up she's not going to allow herself to be completely defeated she's got to be able to claim some victory she yeah that's just, it's almost like she's in she can't turn back like she's in too deep she's in too deep yeah she's yeah. in too deep like and there's no turning back for her mm-hmm. so at some point they're gonna have to take that girl out though i don't know like how that's gonna work but at some point they gotta take her out i don't know who's gonna be the one to do it she's gotta go she does yeah Oh, and Lindsey Graham was right. Lady G, she was right. I they mean, got, the I girls mean, come at Lady G. She's, gar- she's garbage about some things. Sometimes those, you she know, is. a broken clock is right, you know, twice a day. Twice a day, yep. yep. Um, now, thinking about Miss Russia's good Judy, Miss um, China, which actually, I, I, I checked on my... Um, Wait, let me stop because I think he listens so tired. I'm about to call him my little, my Indian boyfriend. <laughs> but anyway, um, oh, that's that. Um, chi- that's that girl. That that girl who lives in China. Yeah. Um. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um. Yeah. Does she still listen to us? Sometimes. <laughs> I don't like to think about. Well, she's. It, she, oh, okay. So, I wonder if she a VPN girl over there. If she can get us on a normal platform, like I wonder if she oh, has to use a point. VPN. Yeah, because yeah. ne- we never see, when we look at our metrics, you never see a girl in China on there, Let's do, mm. do you? We do um, see in Europe and Vietnam and stuff. I mean, Lord knows they got the time to listen to podcasts and stuff, because those girls are going through some real lockdowns. Like, I, re- I, re- um, I had heard about, because so basically China has a zero COVID policy, and it's something, it's not something new, it's something that they've been doing where basically... Um, and it's so funny because I'm I'm literally at a conference right now. Um, or wait, what, what no, city actually, are you in, girl? Do you feel comfortable mm-hmm. saying what city? What city? Are oh, you I'm in, in I'm in, in, in New Orleans. Um, okay, but actually at this conference, one of the things, and it's a conference related to the UK, and one of the things that they've been talking about is how the supply chain has been so affected by the pandemic. Um, and of course, when we think about the global supply chain, we think about the, our current economic, our global economics. So a big part of that is China and a big where products are made, products are shipped from. And knowing when, like, you know, with, with China's zero, um, COVID policy, basically, like, they shut shit down. They shut down ports. They shut down, you know, cities. Um, cause they're really trying to, you know, stamp out COVID, which is just, uh, it's not really, well, it's not really working, but they're trying their damnest to do it. But this, but this current, iteration where like they've shut down shanghai right girl like what like what's your thoughts on yeah, that like well, girl, it's shanghai up, being this like, major port city make one of major right. city in china and like right. people literally are stuck at home uh, is it the largest i wasn't sure it if- is the largest city mm. in china yeah like by population it's really shanghai by some accounts is the largest city in the world like by population but what's interesting is that you know, zero COVID is so strict in China that they're not even letting the girls leave their house to go to the grocery store to buy food, girl. And so the girls in their apartments are starving. They didn't have enough, you know, the girls like they the food delivery. They've like they have price gouging by the food delivery services. Only the really wealthy people are able to get food delivery. The government is not providing enough food for the people on lockdown and people in these apartments You'll see the videos online are rationing their food. Yeah. They're wailing, like they're opening their windows and, and wailing to let the government know that they're starving in these apartment buildings in yeah. Shanghai, in these middle class apartments. These are not poor people. These are like, you know, middle class people mostly in Shanghai, you know, going through this. And so. And even with right. the like, even with the people who can do food delivery, because I was reading a story from a reporter who lives there and is literally going through this. One thing is like he got someone to deliver food, but then it happened outside the hour. So he literally, I think they, he would have needed like, they're basically like, this hall monitors aren't the right term, but they're basically like monitors who are supposed to kind of 
if like a delivery comes who are supposed to help you get to it and there was a monitor who was sleeping so he had no way of getting his food until the next morning he was like he hoped it was still there and thankfully it was um he even talked about doing trading with other people where like he there's messenger apps where people message him almost do bartering where it's like hey i'll drop off some food here like literally just dropping off food at different locations and like here i'll drop off some fruit and like in return you'll give me some meat and people doing bartering systems and then let a let you be diagnosed unless you have this covid you're not you know the way they do it there is you don't just stay in the apartment complex they take you to a government facility that is apparently very sterile like almost prison like um and you know the thing that has been kind of a bit of a black box in terms of like how does covid um jump to animals and pets um which i don't think maybe there's even been a lot of research about it, or maybe not a lot of research has talked about about it but at least how china's policy is because they were there was another story that happened about how people were having to turn in their hamsters and this was even happening in hong kong where people were having to turn in like kind of rodent pets and like they basically were getting killed because of the potential of like some covid variant jumping between you know rodents but then he had a dog and he was like, if his if he potentially had COVID, it's very likely that his dog would get killed or get taken away. Yes, and like, yes. they're not fucking around. Yeah, no, there was a report like somebody who did test positive and they had to go to one of those facilities and they took his dog out of his apartment and they killed it on the street. Mm-hmm. Like in Shanghai, like those Chinese girls. Mind you, mind you, those girls are doing the zero COVID policy. They gave us COVID in the first place. <laughs> Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, they're acting crazy wow. over there, girl. Y'all are the source of the COVID. But, okay, but not just that. <sighs> not just that. It's, it's more than that. It's also oh, yeah. that the reason that the zero COVID really isn't working there is in part because they have less effective vaccines. They refuse to buy vaccines from Pfizer and Moderna. They're trying to use their own homemade Chinese vaccines that are not as effective. So, like, the breakthrough rates are, like, much, much higher, you know, even for serious, especially for serious illness and hospitalization from those Chinese vaccines versus Pfizer and Moderna. And that's part of why, mm. you know, they're they're running up against a dangerous thing, like, because oh, they're not, they have ineffective vaccines and trying to pursue the zero COVID. They need to switch over to, you know globally made specifically Pfizer Moderna and now, they're not doing it. To be devil's advocate for Miss China, she could look over here and be like, Well, seem like y'all sometimes have a little trouble too, which may not just be about the vaccines. It's probably about the unvaccinated girls. Cause thinking about my old my home city, girl, she always I was literally texting my sister, I was like, that girl always be on the news for some bullshit. Like you see there's some murder or crime. And right now Miss Philly has um the um the head of, or I was at the head of the health department in Philly, I think, um, basically has told the city that like, we need to reinstitute a mass mandate in the city. And I'm just like, wow, already like one of our cities, cause the, the rates have just skyrocketed and very quickly. Like it, it was, they at one point Philadelphia had like some of the lowest, it was like most cities here. We've been actually doing pretty well. They've looked at how like the, they don't know if it's basically because of how Omicron went or just, what but like more recent variants aren't having that same kind of impact like we had last summer but maybe that's starting to change um because right now philadelphia at least is going into its own um not lockdown but having to deal with a mass mandate back in place yeah so it's like kind of crazy because yeah i saw philadelphia is reinstituting his mass mandate because of the ba2 variant that's going around and that's the one that's ravaging i mean i think that we're way underestimating the amount of ba2 um, here in the U.S. because I think everyone is using these rapid tests. We're not really going so much to go to, like that. to get PCR tests. So like I think we're in the middle of a wave right here in the U.S. You know, post Europe has just had a BA two wave. They're still kind of in it, and we're in it now. But I think it's not showing as much just because we're getting we're using rapid tests. And the numbers are way undercounted in the U.S. currently. So, but China, we're able to weather it more because we have a lot of immunity from the first Omicron variant and we have a lot of vaccine immunity. We have booster immunity. Like, I think we're able to weather it better than like the Chinese girls have very little natural immunity because, you know, they, they did tamper it. Like when they've been doing lockdown policy, especially because when that first, I mean, the very initial, cases of covid right hit central china and wuhan 
and they locked down and they, while the rest of the world here in the U S and Europe and South America and Africa were being ravaged with COVID in March, April, May of 2020, like COVID, like China was basically COVID free by May of 2020 because, you know, they had locked their borders down and then they also like, because of their, the way that they approached COVID and removing people from houses and whatnot, they were done with it. So they don't really have any kind of natural immunity to COVID in their population because it hasn't just been allowed to run through. And also their vaccines are less effective. So they are in big trouble for these very, I mean, China is legit in very big trouble, especially if they continue to try to pursue zero COVID. And so we'll just And see. thinking about how, I mean, let's also just think about the fact that like, you know, Shanghai, we're talking about supply chain, like you're shutting down your this major port city, potentially one of the biggest cities in the world. How is that going to affect, you know, the economies of the global economy, thinking about inflation. So there's a lot of um, run on effects of this kind of, policy right yeah definitely definitely so we just have to see what happens Um, like because that i mean like you said that can have an impact on us when the shanghai port shuts down you and me are affected in the prices of things that you know that we're buying mm -hmm. so as if we're not already being affected enough by you know russian or and you know russia ukraine right right in the energy Um, prices especially yeah and food prices (sighs) uh but girl and go ahead i'm sorry yeah, go on. No, well, I mean, I guess the last thing too we want to talk about too is um is the French election, the first round of which mm-hmm. just happened, you know, this past weekend. The the current president of France, Emmanuel Macron, you know, won Your the daddy. first round. Yeah, yeah, less so in recent years. I think he's Oh. But I mean, like he's still policies. sexy. I would still fuck the mess out of him for sure. But it's <laughs> like he's still <laughs> definitely hugely a problematic figure, yeah. Is he? For a lot of reasons. I mean, his colonialism tea, his colonialism mindset, his neoliberalism. Like, Isn't... there's a lot of things with him. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of things yeah. with him. And then his appeasement of Russia at the beginning of, like, right before the war happened. I thought he was kind of, uh, like, appeasing Russia almost. But I, not so much anymore yeah. because what what he's up against, well, the girl who won this, you know, who won second talk about place it. for this runoff is it. Marine Le Pen. Come um, on, bitch. A right wing. A.K.A. The female DJT. The female, the female DJT. DJ. The female Donald Trump. Not quite. With with better education and... Oh, uh, she's it's very similar. Enough. Her politics are very similar. Yeah. And she came in second her place. Her politics are You know, to the... French- we should say, I guess, her politics are very, like, anti... Um, anti-immigration. anti-immigration very like friend you know like you know close our borders like fuck all fuck, fuck those syrians fuck anybody any brown people fuck people you know let's get back let's make france great again a little bit of that kind of tea yeah and she um, actually was that way before djt was that way because she her dad is the originator of that make france great again like ideology her her dad is named john marie le pen and he ran for president many years before her. But he's like, he founded a party called La Front Nationale, which is like the originator, like anti-immigration racist party in France. And she... I mean, they got national, right? you know, nationalism right in the name, right? And she like, um, she's like, she she was the continuation of him. And then she started her own party to kind of move away from that branding. But it's still the same ideas. And... Now, I thought... I thought she was done already. I I didn't know she was running again. So is this maybe her last time? Because I thought the last time, because she's run a couple times. Yeah, this is her third time running. I mean, obviously she's lost yeah. every time, but she got, she's very, she, you know, she came in second. Now she just actually eked out the, the French Bernie Sanders, Jean-Luc Mélenchon. But she was saying if she wins the presidency, she's going to appoint some of those leftist girls who have some of the same, like, you know, like, populist um economic policies that she believes in even if they're not like anti-immigration girls that's why you got to watch some of those really far leftist girls i think um i think like i'm not saying i'm i'm too much center or neoliberal but i think some of those far leftist girls can be dangerous and i think john luc Mélenchon could actually end up forming kind of a coalition with Marine Le Pen, the the French Bernie Sanders, because he's very like, Mm. you know, because one of the things Marine is talking about, she's running more on like, like we're going to, we're going to decrease the cost of things. We're going to, you know, bring back the 35 hour work week. We're going to bring back the retirement age at 60 that Emmanuel Macron changed because he knew France was the economy in his mind needed to be liberalized because it wasn't competitive for a global like for global corporations and for hiring and whatnot, right? And so they had a high unemployment rate. He was trying to change all that. 
And she wants to go back to the statist policies. And of course, the leftist girl wants to go back to that too. And so they might end up aligning. Um, and so it's just kind of like, you know, the second, uh, the second election will be coming up on April 24th before we get there, um, in early May. And so we just, like, we just gotta, because I think. Do you think she has a real chance of? I think she does, but I still think Macron is going to eke it out. But I, I think if if the leftist girls try to start aligning with Marine Le Pen, I think Emmanuel Macron is in trouble. I do. I think if Jean Luc Mélenchon, they're the French Bernie Sanders, I think if he like says, "Oh yeah, I'll take a place in her cabinet," and yeah, I endorse Marine, he got twenty two percent of the vote. She got twenty three point two percent. Their combined oh. is over fifty percent. She will win if Jean Luc gets behind mm-hmm. her but hopefully he doesn't do that but i just say that's why you got to watch leftist girls i don't trust white leftist girls a lot and i mean i'll never i'll never forget how many white leftist girls ended up at when like bernie got um when bernie when hillary got the nomination how many of those girls went over to miss djt or how many girls voted for obama and then were like oh well, i like djt and some of it wasn't necessary because um they were just saying that like you know white supremacy white nationalist dreams some of it was like oh i really think he's gonna he's gonna shake up the system yes, like he's yes. gonna like you know shake things up he's gonna like they were they wanted disruption yeah one and of my one like, of my mom's white neighbors did just that she was a bernie girl it was fish white fish she was a bernie girl to the end mm-hmm. and then she voted she voted for djt in the general election she because he's gonna shake it up dumb white and then they're like and then you look at literally trump's cabinet or like and he literally appointed everybody you could like typical republican people like it wasn't anything some of them but some of them were extreme like some of them were just the general generic like some of them were like elaine child mitch mcconnell's wife like the generic well i mean some of them were very some of that betsy devos is well for me some of that is just she's extreme she is but for me some of that is also just like you know them um that also just rewarding his big donors, like reward, like some of that. For me, I'm still like that's still normal DC politics. You're rewarding the people because you won. Like I feel like those people were literally like, oh, Trump is literally gonna throw the system on his head and literally disrupt. And it's like, no, he's not. Like he's still gonna be like, he's still gonna fall in line in some ways. Even Trump falls in line with like the, traditional the way, Republican like, like ideals, traditional on government, things, right? On certain things, yeah, he does. Yeah. You know, there was actually a girl. Actually, what helped Marine too is that. There was this, there was this guy who's a talk show host in France who's actually Jewish, ironically, but he's like an even f- more far right girl than Marine Le Pen. And he actually helped, he got 7.1% of the vote. He's a, he, but he's like more anti-immigrant, more anti, you know, more racist than her. And he actually made her look more centrist. And that's part of what helped oh, her wow. too. And so if he also, with his 7.1% of the initial vote, comes together with Maureen plus Jean-Luc Mélenchon, the leftist girl. We have to see what she does. She's really the wild card. Because if they all come together, Maureen is going to win. And that is going to be terrible for the coalition against Russia because Maureen is a big supporter of Vladimir Putin. And she's her her candidacy really? and her party is even heavily funded by Vladimir Putin because of her desires. Imagine that. Her desires to break up the European Union and to you know and to get oh yes that's the other part miss marine is not about that eut yeah she she wants to get france out of the european union she wants to get france out of nato all the internationalists which i mean now the uk's already out so it's like well she's starting to crunch she's starting to lose if she loses germany or france that girl she's done yeah if she if the eu loses germany or france the union is done and so because those are the, really the then two. Then we're at World War Three because the whole reason the European Union started was to help prevent world wars in Europe. So. Right. So Marine, Marine winning for France has much bigger ramifications beyond France. It's like for the international coalition yeah. against Russia and against illiberal in, in authoritarianism. So, you yeah. know, we got to watch that French election. It's a very important election. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you brought that to our attention, girl. Mm-hmm. For sure. I, I had, I had kind of kept my eye on it. Um, and then I, yeah, because we could um, be going over there yeah. to, we could be going over to France, a uh, France that's under President Marine Le Pen. When we, yeah, when we head over I'm, there I'm next real, month, yeah. I'm real. I might ask my Parisian girl. I'm curious, like where where their politics are. Mm. But I mean, because she wasn't a super. It's funny because I think there's even been a story about this. Like Macron actually isn't super popular with the younger, like people our age and younger even. Right. Um, right. So yeah. 
because he's kind of he, like you said very like we're generally more liberal but like he's kind of more a um capitalist in a way yes not doesn't fit with where he's a big neoliberal girl especially big the time big neoliberal yes liberal. neoliberal in terms of his economic policy he's very much economics yeah neoliberal girl yeah yeah um well girl i feel like we we did good today we had some we had some things we set up some things for the future we gave the girls some things to look out for i think we can wrap this girl up yeah think. i think so i think so um that's our show Follow us on social media at Two Safe Queens. Um, I really hope y'all girls stay safe, healthy, and saved out there. It is um, it's dangerous out. You know, I'm not, I'm not the, I'm not the pro law and order girl, but it is um, it's a little, it's a little. We're living in perilous times. Mm-hmm. I will say that. Mm-hmm. So, um, do you have a final, a final word, girl? Yeah, I would just say, girl, like the girls need to kind of like, you know, if it's okay that if you need to shift your politics a little bit, like. If you oh, were, shit. if you, you don't have to stay where you were just because of your legacy politics. Like if you need to shift and be say, okay, maybe we shouldn't abolish the police completely. Like if you, if you need to change your politics, you need to feel free to do that. Like you, you have the prog, you're a woman has a prerogative to change her mind. So I'm just saying like, is that you don't, uh-huh. because I mean, you see what Miss New are, York. Is that your, are we going, admitting now? Is that your politics? Is that? I mean, I was never an abolish the police girl, so I'm just saying I'm just uh, completely. But I'm just saying like that's true. You weren't a full, no. were, but you. I feel like were you a defund the police girl? Well, I'm like I think you were I a mean, defund the police I, girl. I'm more along the lines of I I want qualified immunity ended. I want like certain major reforms yeah. to the policing, but I don't think we have a society that could be unpoliced. I don't think we're. It looks like that's there. not the current case. Yeah, or it's also I think that. People aren't willing to set ourselves up for to move that direction. Like, there's a lot of investment that would need to happen for us exactly. to move that direction, and it's becoming very clear that's not happening. And we don't. And even the organizations that are trying to do that work, like looking at the hits that Ms. BLM has taken, and I know that's on the national level and not the local chapters, that's still. It's not a great look. It's not a great look. But some of the anti-police girls are digging in. Ms. Jason Rosenberg is digging in. She's saying, like, you see how police don't keep us safe? You know, some of the girls are digging in. You can do that, too. But I'm just saying, like, if you got to change your policy, I mean, if you got to change your politics, you're you're welcome to do that. Okay? I'm just letting the girls know. That's all I wanted to say. All right? All right, right, then. All right, girls. Talk to you soon. (laughs) Bye.